back to the Vinland Chronicles, a Vinland Saga podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. My name's Chad. Today we are here to cover Season 1, Episode 16, titled The History of Beast. So basically what it is, is it's... Mr. Beast. It is my senior year uh, high school tennis mixtape. Mixtape, yeah. The That's people what... you played against. You were in a good area. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> no, History of Beast. We're going to learn... About the Beast, what did you think of the episode? It gets me so hyped for the next episode. Right, because you know it's going down. I don't know what's going down. I got a lot of thoughts, but most of them are uh, connected to kind of the end of the episode. So I don't want to get ahead of myself, if that's okay right. with you. No, it just gets me so hyped. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait for Ronnie to watch this next episode. The very next episode, huh? Well, just all of them to come. But okay. yeah, the next episode, all of them after that. Season I'm excited two. too. Season two. I mean, just everything to come. Everything's come. Yeah. Are we getting ready to hit a new level and sustain yes. that level? Yes. Wow. Oh, we're sustaining it. All right. That's exciting sure. stuff. Let's hop on in. We open up on a bunch of arrowed up gentlemen. They have gotten archered pretty badly. Uh, clearly, a battle has taken place, and it is a battle. You that didn't has- mention the owl. Yeah, I didn't really have anything to say about the owl. I saw the it. owl took an ear off the guy. Hmm. Why? What do you think he's doing with that ear? That's what I was confused by. Normally, birds go for the eyes first, right? Because it's got like enzymes and. Were there still eyes there? Yeah. And it took the ear. You think it was like there's a wax? There's ear? not a lot of like protein and stuff in the ear. That's why I'm confused. I wouldn't think so unless the ear has some sort of like goop in it, which is gross, but we're talking about it. So I feel like I wouldn't be doing my duty I if I know. didn't mention the potential of goop. Do you want me to look that up or no? Mm, I don't know what you would look up. So do birds like to eat ears? Do birds okay. like. That's very simplifying it on the most beautiful way or in the most beautiful way. No answer. No answer, okay? That's what I was concerned of, but Mm -hmm. hey, we had to try. We had to. This battle, wink wink, has left our dear egghead slain. May he rest in kind of peace. Whoa, okay, I thought you were going to say rest in piss. No, 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 I'm not. He came around a little bit at the end, but I still don't want him to have complete peace. Why is that? Because he still kind of sucked, you know? He wasn't completely cool with me. I would say the only thing he messed up on was, like, just being too nice to the king. I want him to rest for, like, eight hours at a time, but maybe, like, every hour or so, his uh, someone wakes him up with a rock and a guitar. Now, you know what I'm confused by is why he didn't, like, talk more shit about the king. Who? Egghead? Yeah. As much as he likes the prince and he knows the Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the king probably mistreats him. He was still like, Oh, we'll make sure the next batch of food Yeah, that's true. It's almost like it's almost like he was still trying to win the king over with Canute. Like he probably got his start with the king. And I would imagine it probably took a little while for the king to be like, Oh yeah, Canute is just gonna suck all the time, huh? So when he initially uh, appointed Ragnar, he probably still had hopes. Like Ragnar was probably someone pretty high up in the court, and he was like, "Hey, you train him up to be someone." That would be so depressing if your dad, by the age of fourteen, had already given up all hope in you. I know, but the other thing too is, don't you think the king would be pissed at Ragnar? Like, hey, I basically like put you to make him kind of badass, and you have only made him be like Betty Crocker in the kitchen. I don't know. I feel like if if we had gotten to see Ragnar reunite with a king, I think he would have said that to him. At this point, that the king would have said that to Ragnar. Yep. And another thing about it is, is I want to see the other brother too, because that might answer a lot of my questions as well. But you think if he's just a badass guy, if he's that it just makes yeah. Sense? I was like, oh, okay, this guy was from the jump. This okay. was the one the king was worried about, so Canute could basically do whatever and he was still gonna not gonna be as cool. it's kind of like a me and travis situation like my parents had me perfected the craft right out of the gate right out of the gate and then they got travis and it's like oh he's cool sometimes to have a chat with but we don't really need him yeah 
we kind of gave up hope on him when he turned 14. I don't know if he listens to the Vin Saga coverage. I don't think he's watching the show, so we might be in the clear there. Um, okay. Let's get into the second minute of the episode. Of course, we know the truth. There was no battle, but Askeladd is spinning this lie to the Prince Canute, who looks absolutely devastated. Uh, on the complete opposite side of looking completely devastated is Thorfinn, who could not care less, I don't think. Yeah, he, uh... He wasn't very close with Ragnar. No, I. but I was searching for like a little bit of him remembering his dad. But you know what I think it kind of showed here is that he wasn't buying the bullshit from Askeladd. Okay. I think it shows a little bit of that where he is just like, he is like, yeah, I'm sure that happened. Kind of that look right there. Right, because Thorfinn's smart. He knows, yeah. oh, Ragnar wasn't running to the front lines. Like, how many people did Askeladd even lose? It doesn't seem like. They they yeah, never make a comment of, like, oh, we're down to 50 people. We see, like, eight people being pecked at by an owl. Right. And I don't even know if those are our guys because we don't know any of them. Until a little bit later. <laughs> we know one or two. A little bit of a tease. Canute is in shock. Askeladd tells Thorfinn not to leave him in, alone, which, you know, awkward. Because also every time they refer, or, uh, and by awkward, I guess I just mean, like, what do you think those two have to talk about? <laughs> it's just going to be Canute crying and Thorfinn just sitting inside. Well, yeah, that's why he's like, do not leave me with this guy, yeah. please. Because Thorfinn, as we know, has no really... He's had no emotional connection to anyone these past seven or eight years mm -hmm. at all. And also, speaking of awkward, every time they refer to Canute as a boy... I do. I instinctually do it. I'm sorry. I do a quick double take, where I'm like, "Oh, they misspoke," and then I'm like, on. "Oh, he has earned the right to no, be called a man he's so far." A man? Yes. He's getting ready to be carried out with his rear in the air. He is not. <laughs> no man has that happened to them. We go into the OP, and afterwards, Bjorn isn't sure this was a good plan because Canute is in such shock. Um, I mean, right here, dude. Bjorn is just such a good fucking character, dude. It's hard not to like the guy. I got to be honest. I was a little disappointed in my boy Bjorn what? here. I was a little disappointed in him. I figured this was something you would like with Bjorn. I this is clearly a long con. It's a long game. What did Bjorn... Did Bjorn seriously think that he was going to take this news right out of the gate? No. We're, we did this because we know that Canute's going to act like a little bitch, but we got to mold him. The molding begins now, Bjorn. I know, but see what he says after that, though. Well, he makes some good points later, but when he first said, like, okay. oh, was this a mistake? He's not taking it well. I'm like, well, yeah, Bjorn, he's not going to take this well. That's the whole point. He's a little kid. He's convinced that the prince is going to figure it out um, which would not, he's probably thinking my, my secret best friend Thorfinn is in there. He had us figured out from the job. Yeah, yeah. He might tell him, which would also be awesome. If Thorfinn just told him like, say, I don't think this is going to happen, but let's imagine a world right now where Askeladd is carrying Canute to the promised land just so he in turn can make him king and then reap the rewards from that. But the way he's doing that is just sticking Thorfinn by his side through it all. So then what if Thorfinn gets in his ears, tells him everything, and then in the end, the only one that Canute cares about is it's Thorfinn. Thorfinn. And it's, it works perfect because that's his personal bodyguard, too, yeah, I know. is Thorfinn. Think about how much time And they're the same chat. age. That's what, dude, why is Thorfinn not thinking like us right now? Come on. Because he's too, he's brooding too much. Um... Now, Askeladd said, he sang a bit of a different tune last episode because he says to Bjorn now that Ragnar just caused him a lot of grief he needed to go. Which is different than when he was saying like, oh, for this kid to grow, he's got to lose. Uh -huh. So I don't know exactly. I mean, I think I think both reasons can be yeah, Two things can be true. But I guess <laughs> Askeladd does get annoyed very easily. Yep. 
Bjorn uh, does realize that we can manipulate the prince easier now, but Askeladd asked Bjorn why he has served him this long. I thought this was an interesting part of the episode. Uh, Bjorn says, because he wanted to. And Askeladd says, same, I choose my own lord too. My lord would be the type of guy to make me want to serve him. And then he says, just kidding. And I was kind of confused. Yet now, why did he say just kidding there? I don't know. Is he saying that because it, like, it seems almost like the way he said that almost was disrespectful towards Bjorn? Yeah, I thought he was like being a dick to Bjorn, but I couldn't exactly figure out how. I, I guess he's saying like the Ascot saying the guy that I would follow. I would look up to him so much that I wouldn't say shit. I would just go along with what he said. And he's basically saying, like, hey, Bjorn, right. quit with the questions, bro. I know what I'm Is that, doing. That's what, okay, that's what he's kind of doing. Then. I think so, because he goes on to say here, he says, I'm making a gamble. Um, and Bjorn asks what the plan is if Canute never recovers and just stays depressed. And Askeladd says, easy. I'll just abandon him. <laughs> Dude, I just like, though, how loyal Bjorn is. Oh, yeah. He's so loyal. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Just because I was like, oh, it wasn't my favorite Bjorn moment earlier, I was still riding and dying for my boy Bjorn. I know. I mean, just the way that whole interaction right there, you can just tell he says, the, the way he talks to Askeladd, that he truly wants to follow him. Mm-hmm. It yeah, doesn't and he's really just, matter what he says. He's doing the exact thing that he should be doing, whether, once again, I don't know if Askeladd doesn't want him doing that or not, but he's just like trying to see every side of the plan. Mm-hmm. And I guess eventually he gets to the end of the answer where he's like, oh, okay. Like maybe Bjorn hears that and goes, oh, okay. I didn't know, realize you'd thought about it that far in ahead. And we'll just abandon him if things go bad. It was just, oh, <laughs> we tried. Elsewhere, the men are roughing up an Englishman for some information, but he won't say anything. What would you do here, Ronnie, if you were this guy? Would you say something? Well, I'll tell you exactly what I wouldn't do. And it's what this guy is getting ready to do. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. They all take turns using this guy to see who the best kicker is. Askeled says, "Don't overdo it. You might kill him." And then this dummy goes, "Go ahead, kill me." You, if that's really what you want, don't say it. I know you got to act dead there almost. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's gonna work either, because that's. You gotta lean into the kick. Like if they're kicking you in the face, yes. lean into it. It'll... If you truly mm-hmm. want to die, you say nothing, yes. knowing in your head, "Wow, these guys are really beating the crap out of me," and I don't think that they realize how close I am to the edge of death. How bad would this truly suck, though, to be in this position? I think about this any time I see oh any torture gosh. implemented ever. It would be so terrible. I think I would rather. What I think I could handle is the fingernails being torn apart. I think I could handle that much better than just constantly getting kicked in the face and I don't know and finger and what we see here in a little bit that Askeladd does he doesn't even go for the fingernail method right he just goes straight to cutting them off and I think I could handle that better than the the uh, kicking I don't know man I I mean I've never had any of that happen to me so I couldn't tell you I right I'm just guessing guessing at this point. But think about how many like bumps and sure they're not a, f- a grown man kicking you as hard as he could, but you've taken plenty bumps and bruises over your lifetime. You've never had someone go down to something as small as your fingernail and peel it back off of your skin. Because that, I don't think you realize that stuff goes in there deeper than you might think. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, do and if they do it slowly too. Oh, oh man. Kick me. Just kick me. Because then maybe I can lean into it and you kill me. Yeah. I. Let's not even... We'll discuss that the, maybe the good over thing, okay. the course of an entire Patreon episode, what we would do yeah. if one of us gets captured and starts getting getting tortured, because we might come oh, to... Oh, I've, I've got a few plans. I I will say, though, it would be much better. Just, just do the slow process of taking my fingernails off one by one. Don't cut them off. Because if I do end up surviving this, now I have no fingers compared to just having no fingernails, which would be better than no fingernails. But you would still have nubs, right? 
or do you think that's one of the things where it gets infected and then we got to take off the entire hand? No, that's what I'm saying. You would have no fingers. What what's the point of having a hand if you have no fingers? I know, but my point but he cuts off just like the first section like where the fingernail is. Well, he does he does that on like one or two, but then he starts going lower on some of them. Okay. Okay. Which is I mean, I guess that wouldn't be bad on one or two of them, but then once you start Oh, now I have like three and a half fingers on each hand. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, is that even possible? You never, out of all the crazy sort of disformments, what am I looking for? That's not right. Disformments. Uh, uh, when people have things wrong with them. Dis- something like that, right? Dysphoria? No. Disability? Uh, no, disability's not right. What is it called when mutil- <laughs> mutilations? No, I mean, that's one thing, but it's not right. When something def- defective? No, they're not defective. No, it is people. a disinformant. <laughs> it's not a disinformant. No, what is it called? A disillusion? <laughs> I wanted to say illusion too. Why did I want to say illusion? What is Dude. it? Oh, disformed. Deformed. deformed. Deformed, yeah. Good God, we Whoa, are bad. idiots. Whoa. Whoa. Oh God! Seriously, even we are an idiot. uninformed about the deformed. Jeez. See, that would be us getting tortured. They'd be like, "What's the word?" Yeah, and we'd be like, "Disillusionment, <laughs> oh. dysphoria, dysphoria." What was I even talking about? Mutilations. What we were. The I subject. don't even remember where I was going with any of that. I don't know. I am so sorry. This is the worst podcast we've ever done. Ask a lad, ask someone to go get him the shears. Why he tells the captain, who is the Englishman, so that's something he's got going for him. He's a captain. Uh, he has. He just wants to know how many reinforcements they have. Well, I'd be like, if, if I heard somebody say, go get the shears, and they were about to use them on me, I'd be like, oh, sweet, I'm about to get a haircut. That's what I'd be thinking. I don't think I that's what you'd be thinking. I, I would. I'd be like, okay, that's what they use on sheep. So maybe this is... Like, oh, my hair is getting pretty long. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if they were just going to do some basic mutilation, you'd be like, they have a knife. Why would they need the shears? Right. They just want to look at me in my eyes and my hair is getting in the way. (laughs) He wants to know about how many reinforcements they have, how long until they get here, and how did they find out where we were. Tell him, and he gets to live. But the captain calls calls them beast and that the Lord will punish them. Dirty Danes. But, uh, oh, the shears are fetched. Askeladd says, oh, no, your fingernails are long. See, this is dirty. Instead of calling them Dirty Dan, they're the Dirty Danes. That's another SpongeBob right. reference. but Which we will have an entire Chronicles of coming out yep. soon. And then he just, yeah, he says, oops, your fingernails are long. Then cuts his finger off. And then, oops, he did it twice. Bjorn says to another guy, ooh, that's nasty. Which is also (laughs) why Bjorn is an exhibit Uh, S, why Bjorn is the best character. He is. Uh, So this is a man who used to live in the village they burned down. So he was off at war, and now he's heard the news, and I guess he was like, rose his hand to be one of the ones to go figure out Right ahead. Yeah, and, and, the, and this is. On. I mean, and once I found this out, I go, "Oh, I'd be acting just like this guy." Because what else does he have to live for? His right. family just got brutally murdered. This episode also too, it uh, told me something about Askeladd and made me realize something. What's that? Askeladd is the most passive, aggressive slash sarcastic character I've ever seen in anime, maybe TV as a whole. Yes, I, I mean com- uh, I completely agree, and it makes me realize like there's not a whole lot of characters that do this to the extent that he does. That's why I like him so much. They animate it great. The voice actor <laughs> does a great job of just this shit eating sarcasm. <laughs> he, does. he does so good because he goes, "Oh, we're <laughs> beast. Let me teach you some history." Anytime he says, "Oh," it, it gets me every time. This land didn't even belong to your people. The first inhabitants were the Celts. They lived in the forest. Then one day, the Romans came. They were rulers, but guess what? They were nice. They lived alongside the Celts, sharing their knowledge. Then the Romans left. 
and you filthy Anglos and Saxons arrived. Happened 500 years ago. You didn't give anything to the Celts, but instead drove them out and forced them to live in the wastelands. So if the Danes are beasts, so are the Saxons. Right, and you could just play this game all day. Yeah, just, you really can. You could just keep going back and keep going further yeah. back and keep going further back. You'd be like, oh, really? It belongs to the salamanders, the first <laughs> species that ever. <laughs> it belongs to the whispering woods that were here bef- long before we ever existed. Yeah. They stole these lands using violence, so they are doing it right back to them. The man starts to yell, and Askeled says, Teachers hate students who don't listen as he clips the shears. <laughs> and, a, you know, a little... Yep. And you know what? He left him his pinky. Very nice. This was almost going into a very bad spot. He goes, you know what? His nose is a little too long. Dude. Don't take a man's nose. No. And How you do know, you even think to do that? I'm glad he didn't go for the genitalia, though. I mean, if that happens... You know why you don't do that? Because no man wants to live after that. Because it, I mean, he will he will just kill himself, or he will never answer anything. See, the genitalia is one that I've always found interesting because yeah, that is more of a mental game. I think, as far as like if they really get a hold of the the Roland boys down there, that was my nice way of trying to say balls, and they just go sack. It might not hurt that bad. I'm talking about using the shears to cut off your flaccid cock. Oh, the whole cock? Yes, the head of it. I still think that it might be, that would be like the least painful one. <laughs> that is the most retarded thing you have ever said. I'm serious, man. They cut your head off, the most sensitive part of your body almost, and well, you're telling me. Well, when it's when it's erect. I mean, am I is you're sensitive all the time? Well, not not as much because I mean, I was my hood was stolen at birth, so it's not obviously the sensitivity get, dies down when your hood gets stolen. Like I just but. think it, like if I sit here and pull my fingernail back compared to like me pinching the little guy downstairs. <laughs> I mean, the, Dude, um, I would much. I rather, mean, the moderately average I, yeah, guy downstairs. I'll say this, and I think I can speak for any other man. I can speak for any other woman that's listening to this. They would much rather have their fingernail pulled back than have the tip of their penis cut off. Of course. I'm not saying, I'm just talking from purely pain. I don't know, brother. Pain purposes. No, I'm, we need to test it. I just did. I was doing a light test. I mean, yeah. Oh, no. Definitely. Definitely Dude, I the think wanker. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I think you got a sensitive penis. I don't think you're supposed to feel it that much. You're not supposed to feel when somebody tries to cut your penis. Well, what off. did you just do to your penis? Pinched the head. Yeah, I pinched my head too. I've had a fingernail rip off before. Everyone pinch, everyone pinch your head, <laughs> uh, ladies. You just imagine. There's no ladies that listen to us. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do they have? Pinch their. I'm not, I'm a gentleman. I'm not going to tell them to pinch anything. You're doing just fine, ladies. Uh, okay. What were we talking about again? Right in. Everyone let us know how that experiment went for them. It's the worst podcast we've ever done. Just then, he is interrupted by the ear. There are a lot of enemies coming, and the captain, the I don't know why I call him the captain, the Englishman starts laughing and says, I can't wait to see you Danes eating each other alive. I'm not going to lie. That is some one of the most hype moments I've had for a character that I could not care less about, this guy right here. Yeah, I mean... I, he, I genuinely was like, fuck yeah, get him. He got some of his fingers cut off, and it's still... God, Phil Feel situation. Yep. It still felt like he won this conversation, which oh, yeah. is that line, because we get to see real fear in the face of Askeladd because this is revealed that Thorkell is on his way. And, dude, how satisfying would that be to just tell these people to their face that Thorkell is coming to kill you? And the way this spreads around the men who yeah. are also very horrified, like they're yelling it out, they're like, oh! The Thorkell's coming? <laughs> As we see the man himself on top of a hill 
Now, he does have a bit of a cold, but that's not going to slow him down. He starts ordering his men around and says, Kill anyone you see except for the prince and a kid with a knife. He's my playmate. <laughs> What's awesome about this, too, is you could see them losing faith in Askeladd the moment they just mentioned Thorkell's name. Now, uh, awesome moment, but can I be honest? What? Pretty anticlimactic as soon as that line is delivered because then you go, oh, they're not as close as I thought. We're getting ready to have a march off. Right. Don't, okay. I thought I you mean, were getting ready to offend God. it. You, nothing. Right. They're not like. Hype is immediately killed when it is followed by a march off. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, though, where it's like you're not going to get far. But it's still too much. Because like, the, the only reason I say get, that is You might not get far, but when I'm faced with news just being dropped, all the men panicking, it is in the dead of night. There's just firelight. Thorkell's at the top of the hill where he sees the fires. There's men on horses. You go, oh my God, are we getting ready to have a nighttime battle? And then the next thing you see, it's just guys just slowly marching through hill, hillsides. Well, they're in the snow, Ronnie. You got to remember the snow. That has no, what you just said means nothing. They would be able to go faster if it wasn't for the snow. Right. Well, they would still be marching at a reasonable pace. If you're not jogging, which they would not be doing, it just looks. Do they even funny. know what jogging is? There's no way back then these people even knew what that was. Well, they did it, but you just said they didn't have the word jogging. But why would they do it though? Well, I mean, when you don't want to straight up run, but you want to get somewhere kind of quick. I would just walk fast. Walk <laughs> fast. Walk with a brisk pace. What? Well, this might be one of the dumbest things you've ever said. Are you <laughs> no, saying, it's not. Are you saying It did that not exist back then. You're saying that people until like exercise for just the hell of it yeah, came around. Made it up. No one knew how to figure out how to jog. No. No one ever went... Okay, right now I'm walking. Right now I'm sprinting. Let me do 50% of that. No, because why would they? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> jogging was not a thing. For longer than 10 seconds, jogging was not a thing. Like, uh, oh, if you're like, oh, I need to kind of get to somewhere, it was just like a, oh, I'm going to, you know, kind of get over there. <laughs> the jogging was not a thing. Until the night, but you okay? Wait, wait, wait. You think fast walking was a thing, but jogging wasn't. Don't shake your head on a podcast; people can't hear you. <laughs> yes, yes, I believe jogging did not exist till the 1900s. Sure, people might have done <laughs> till the 1900s. People might have done an accidental jog. For you think the first time seconds. they jogged was in 1906? Yes. Well, not not specifically that year, but yeah, I think it was invented then. You don't think in any of the? You don't think ever in the civil uh, civil war they were like. Hey, hey, go, go go get those grenades, but they're not here yet, but be quick about it. Nope. Wow. I think you're doing a bit here. No, I'm not. I really don't think, but I like I said, besides like a 10-second jog. I mean, that's a hilarious quote or hilarious <laughs> like tweet idea. What just, you? just put out, no one jogged in the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> no one jogged in the American Revolution. Okay, sorry voluntary think about that voluntary jogging did not exist until the 1900s that i could maybe get behind but no for longer than since they still had to stay in shape dude i you are so wrong on this (laughs) (laughs) i think you don't think they went through boot camps yeah but they didn't jog they sprinted this is the most ridiculous thing we've ever talked (laughs) about okay Continue on. Guy doesn't think they figured out how to jog until the 1900s. <laughs> Bjorn picks up Canute, who starts throwing a temper tantrum. This is also the guy that uh, Chad says is a man. Okay, I admit, you know what I mean by that. I, he took a slap to the face from Askeladd, as we're going to get here. When you said earlier, your exact quote was basically like, this is a man now. He spoke loudly. Something like that. But they only have three sleds. There's no room, so we. Uh, he wanted to leave. Uh, he did not want to leave Ragnar behind. But that's a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah. Then, as if it couldn't get more ridiculous, 
as there's literally like chaos ensuing, Canute wants to hold a funeral. <laughs> and I think you should have let him do this. I think that that would be the most ridiculous thing ever. Five seconds. No. Ten seconds. Thorkel is on a hill. Okay. Thorkel's on the way. You know what? Grab a handful of Ragnar's hair. We'll do it later. See, and this is where if jogging was invented back then, they could have done a 10-second funeral. Jogged. <laughs> jogged 10 seconds, jogged and, made 10 seconds and made up the time. Yeah. Can't believe they hadn't figured it out yet. He starts yelling, Ragnar! Ragnar! And his new daddy starts to Ugh. take over. Don't say that. That's what he is. He's It's his new daddy. Askeladd slaps him across the face and says, Ragnar is dead. He won't come even if you call for him. And I'm just like, welcome to your new life, Canute. Now, do you think Canute right here figured out that Askeladd killed him? The way no. he the way he looks at him, it's kind of seemed like it. No. You don't think he even had a Not hint? right here. Okay. Uh, well, and I say not right here like he's going to later in the episode. Nothing either. He has not well, yeah. figured it out yet. I just feel like he got almost like the hint. You think he was just mad that he slapped no, him? No, I think he. it was my line exactly where it was like, Canute woke up and was like, oh, fuck, they can just slap me like that, and there's no one... Gotcha. No one's going to do anything about it like Ragnar would, because he's gone. Yep. So it's just like, welcome to my, my life. I love the look on Thorkel's face, too, when plans. he starts marching after him. You know the look I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. It's such a... I mean, I'll show it to you right now. He's so it's, excited. He's so excited. It's just a cool cute look. uh just crazy eyeballs yeah but ready this is what he's been waiting for <laughs> yeah, yeah. he does not care that it's a negative 13 degrees no. outside so then as on their way out uh some of the men found some deserters who were scared they were trying to run away yep. from all this and they say ragnar was right luck is no longer on Askeladd's side they say they're not the only ones who think this way Askeladd says go ahead Follow whichever leader you choose. If you leave, I won't blame you. If you're coming with me, though, march. Do it. He says, walk while you eat and walk while you sleep, but don't even think about jogging, which you won't because that thought's never kind of came across <laughs> your mind. I would 100% follow Askeladd here. That's another... We're still done with the jogging thing, but I just thought of another reason that they would jog, like, say... Everyone started marching, but you were getting the last couple things together. So then they were like oh, that far away from you. you. You've got that person just full out sprinting to catch up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. If they knew what jogging was, they would just jog over there. Right. And the, But you see what I say, though. Not for more than like 10 seconds. They would jog 10 seconds, catch up. Good. Yeah. No, yeah, you're totally winning me over on this point. <laughs> Askeladd says, if you can't keep up, you're dead. And they do exactly what he said they were going to do till morning when we see Thorkel following, looking like a maniac, what you just showed me. And we go to the calling card. When we come back, Thorkel is murdering all of Askeladd's men who wanted to join his side. Then, Gruesomely, might I add. Oh, so gruesome. Like, he has no, he's devoid of all emotion while he's doing this, just tearing through them. They had to have seen this guy. They know how much he likes to battle. They've seen like the tales and stuff. Why would you think that he's just going to accept you in? Well, see, I wouldn't have thought that because of how much he likes to battle. But they should have been like, "Oh, wait, this guy's like a This guy's basically a Viking god. He might not take too kindly to deserters." <laughs> well, yeah, that's a People that are, the, right, he has so much <laughs> respect for Norse battling right? that he's like, oh, these aren't men. They just gave up, yeah. surrendered. He's like, they'll just surrender on like, me. Think about, think about the time that Thorkel would ever get into such a pickle that he would be like, oh, I'm just going to, I'll just go over there. It's safer. <laughs> it's safer. I'll join the other team. They I'll might just, win. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this for like the middle of an episode... If you threw someone in right at that scene where he is swinging axes with one hand and cutting people in half, people would be like, you just showed him that five-second clip. They'd be like, oh, my God, what a battle's going down here. And then you kept playing him. Like, no, he's just walking. <laughs> he's just walking. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He's just walking. He's just catching up to some people. Not jogging. 
His right-hand man with the stupid beard says, You should have just let them join us. But Thorkell says, Ah, they're useless. I don't need cowards who surrender without putting up a fight. And uh, amen. Because, I mean, what what makes you think they won't just do the same thing? when Exactly. When times get tough with Thorkell. They which 100% probably would. Won't, but... He yells, give it, well, it probably will because Thorkell's going to just march himself into death one day because he doesn't know when to stop. But yeah. They're on a good team, I will say that. He yells, give it everything you got. We are chasing down the prince. And then we're back with Askeladd. It's January 1014, uh, also known as almost 900 years before they learned how to jog at the Upper Sever River. In the wintertime. Severe River. Uh, earldom of Mercia, the ear is hard at work, <clears throat> and holy shit, we get two of these other guys' names. Dude, how is it? Could we have seen... These are the two guys that I know the most yeah. that are not Bjorn, Thorfinn, or Askeladd. You know what my notes say, Chad? They're kind of the only other two we've ever seen have lines, so this is yeah. exciting. And we know they're brothers. We do know that. Their names are Torgrim and Atli. Otley? Something. Something like that. They're going to destroy the bridge. Now, Ear, who we all know completely makes up his powers as he goes, <laughs> he can't tell how far away Thorkel is because everyone's making so much noise around here, stepping in the snow, yeah. talking about their winter plans. I don't know why. What's going on? Hey, ear, maybe stay back a few yeah, hundred paces. I don't know what he's doing. Jog, to jog back, back to the. See, if jogging was invented, he could have done that. Uh, elsewhere, and really important things going on. The priest is out of booze, so he starts just digging through the carts. The fact that this guy's still here is hilarious. And t- this moment was the first time I thought about it. Yeah, I went, why, <laughs> why? would Askeladd go through the trouble of killing Ragnar. <laughs> he leaves this drunk. And then he's like, ah, just leave the drunk priest. He's fine. We'll keep feeding Dude, him. you know what? That's actually a really good point. Because he even said, like, a couple episodes ago, I hate priests. Yeah. Why the like, hell would he leave him? Tied him up. Makes no sense. Well, I guess it do- It would leave less suspicion. Like, if the priest died too. Yeah. yeah. It leaves less suspicion, I guess. It does leave less suspicion. It does. But the second, but it also should have been to really show a Canute a lesson. The first time they found the priest digging in their carts, they should have just went up and chopped his head off. Mm-hmm. Like, stop doing that. Now, Canute might have turned even more, but I'm just spitballing yeah. ideas because this guy's useless. Canute is in deep thought, and then Torgrim and uh, what do you like more, Atli or Otley? Otley. We'll go with that then. They have to climb through the freezing water to get to the middle of the bridge. And Torgrim, I think is the right one, is kind of shit-talking Askeladd in the process. Yeah, the skinnier one. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Askeladd meets up with Bjorn. Now, a- Askeladd, we see that he's clearly watching them and kind of overhearing them. Well, we don't know if he's overhearing them, but he's looking right at them. So it's it, it's hilarious to me what he says here right. in just a moment to Bjorn and He goes Thorfinn. up to Bjorn and Thorfinn and says he wants to move the prince to another sled and tells Thorfinn to be ready. Now, Bjorn, he's been with this guy a long time. He already senses the panic. And Askeladd says he can tell what is going on through a man's or in a man's mind just by looking at his face. <laughs> Which is, just cracks me up. This is like the ear situation yeah. where all he did was just overhear this guy talking shit about him. But he has to make up this long thing of how he can just tell by looking at a man's face. It's one of those things where they say, like, sound uh, travels so much better across water. They're literally standing on a river. He yeah. just hears, like... And he just hears it perfectly. <laughs> he, he, I don't... We, should we be trusting Askeladd? And this is Askeladd. Guys, I'm feeling like people aren't trusting me as much. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, how do you know? He goes... Just a feeling. Just a, I can look at another they, man's face and really tell. They call me the eyes. But it, um, he does kind of have that ability, though. I know we're making fun of him, but he has. Yeah, he would definitely yeah. have some of that. I mean, think about how long he's doing this. Yeah. And it's not like he's got a very repre, 
respectful group of guys around him at all times. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not the first time that people have turned their back on him. It just seems right. like things have been going pretty well recently. Um, so yeah, he says he can tell there are some traitors among the loyal. Meanwhile, Torgrim is planning to steal the prince. He says half the men are already on their side, which is like the second time that we've kind of heard like a lot of the men who are faceless and don't have names are fed up with this bullshit. Right, and it's not like... It's not even like they, they so much don't trust Askeladd, they hate him. They just think he's he's going off the deep end, like gambling too hard. Yep. It's like your buddy that, you know, at first he's only putting five bucks down, ten bucks down on a few parlays. Then all of a sudden you see him, he's put, he's taken out a loan and a credit yep. card. Right. To put down a parlay, a five-team parlay in the NBA or something. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, yeah. dude. You've got to slow down. His name is Chad, and he was putting down a $30 parlays on, like, Czechoslovakian women's <laughs> basketball at, like, 11 a.m. So weird. <laughs> Luckily, he got out of it pretty quick because yeah. he ran out of money, and he was smart enough to not put more in. Yeah. God, what what a time. Good times. Good times. Uh, yeah, he says we can convince the other half easily. Now, Otley, he's a real one. He isn't as down, but this is sucks for him because it's like his brother who's basically already made up his mind. Yeah. Um, Torgrim is doing the move where he's like, come on, man. Don't call it betraying. He's been a good leader. He's a good guy. He made a bet and he lost. That's all. They knock out the bridge, which would definitely uh, slow them down. And see, that's what mo- I feel like that's most of the people's thoughts. They were on Askeladd's side because they felt, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. He's really lucky. Like, they've, they've used the word lucky a lot. Like, everything he seems to do ends up working out in the end. But now they're just like, oh, he seems like he's pushing it to the limit where we're kind of. Yeah, don't and know. obviously we don't have the whole history. But, like, I mean, I guess some of the stuff with Thor's was kind of lucky where only one guy fought them and then was kind of like the chillest guy ever and just kind of accepted death and didn't kill any of them. And then there was the whole maneuver that uh, Asklad did with the whales where I still think no one else knows what was going yeah. on. They're just like, God, he just like pulled a ship out of his ass. <laughs> um, They resume the march when the ear says, they are here. And again... He says they are here as they're walking over the map. He saw him. He saw a guy with a spear. <laughs> he totally saw And he's like, I hear them. They're here. Uh, so many spears and horses walk over the mountain just sparkling like it's I yeah. don't even, like it's summer on the lake top. Yeah, you, the could, top of the lake. you could be somebody that needs glasses and still be able to see them. <laughs> when just, or Thorkel wastes no time as he yells the best thing that you could f- yell when this happens. Found you! <laughs> so, he's so funny. Throws a spear that goes through three of the slowest guys I've ever seen. Oh my god, so slow. So <laughs> slow. Because Askeladd, Askeladd, you could tell when he watches it happen, he's like, no way those guys just let that happen. You can tell. He's like, I don't care how hard he threw it, he's like a hundred yards oh away. Guys, scoot over. So slow. I mean, the look on Askeladd's face when it happens is just like, you idiots. Maybe the third guy that got kebobbed, had a bad angle, did not see it coming. But the first two, get out of the way, idiots. So dumb. I'll tell you that right now. Any, I don't care if it's a Viking gut or not. If put him 100 yards away, have him throw a spear at me in an open field, I'm dodging it every (laughs) single time. He threw it left-handed, too. I didn't know he was like that. Every single time I'm dodging it. Askeladd says calm, which is another funny thing. He says, Askeladd says calm down. They're still very far away. How those fucking idiots got hit by that spear, I've got no idea. I mean, he's right. He's so right. <laughs> uh, they got to deal with that bridge, and then Torgren, who just walked through the water, is like, are you kidding me? <laughs> the yeah. Bri- we just walked through. They can do the same thing. All right. And then Askeladd says, march, march, or no, Torgren says, march, march, march. That's all you can do as he kicks so the guy snow that, at him. Yeah, the guy that wasn't really with it is the guy that freaks out right now, which is the weirdest oh, part. Oh, was it? Yeah. Really? I didn't catch that. I it's thought the, it was the same guy. Look, it's the bigger guy. 
I mean, I'm, I'm looking. I only see Askeladd right now. Bad time to flip your laptop. All right, hold on one second. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't realize that. That was the guy. That was the guy whose plane it was. What does the other guy look like? I thought it was no. It was definitely this the uh, skinnier guy that was talking to him first. Show me the other guy. See if you can find him. Yeah, the guy with the little mustache. He was the one that was riding and dying for, um, riding and dying for Ascalad. I know. That's what I'm saying. The guy that wasn't the ride or die was the one that was kicked the snow at him. This the is the, this is the guy that was ride or dying in the front. Then the guy that he was trying to convince was the guy that actually started losing it. Hmm. Well, that okay. It, well, someone throws kicks snow at him, which I thought was wow. Calm yeah, that, down. No, that's what I'm talking about. So okay, the guy that was like, the guy that was like, hey, maybe we should. Uh, hold on. Yeah, the skinnier brother gives the idea to the guy, like, hey, Askeladd's luck's kind of ran out, starts talking to him, and then I guess it, like, really convinced him because he ends up being the guy that kicks the snow at him. What a crazy guy. <laughs> don't don't flip on your ideas. Or maybe I'm though. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're looking at it. Either way, someone kicks snow know. at him, and it's really know. messed up. I thought I had it right because I thought that Torgren was the fat guy. Um... But which, by the way, how was that guy eating so good? That guy shouldn't be able to complain about Ascalad at all if he's been that well fed. Boy's thick. Wait, maybe okay. You know, you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. He okay. He the skinny guy's just the first one to talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It ends up being the the fat guy. Yeah, that wanted okay. to wanted to do this maneuver. So it's the same guy who gets mad yes. later. All right. Um. So Ascalad. So I mean, he's so cool. He's getting called out in front of everyone here. The probably the most stressful situation we've seen him in, with Thorkell on his back, his own men turning on him, and he says, "We can't beat him in a fight. Put up with marching for one more day." And uh, he says that they can only march as fast as they can carry their cargo. The bridge is going to slow them down. Now, what is his plan here? One more day. Where is that going to take him? You think? Well. It might be one of the classic moves, Chad, where you go one more day of marching. Then once that uh, you get to the end of that, he goes, all right, one, one more, more day. day of marching. <laughs> He's just hoping something <laughs> yeah, good happens. Yeah. Uh, he says, if they aren't believers, then this is where we say goodbye. He starts to walk away, but is then surrounded by basically all of his own men. Thorkel starts to laugh from afar as his men continue the march. End of episode. Yep, and this the end of this episode just It looks very bad, but I was thinking bad. I was thinking about this on my lunch break. And I thought, okay. If these men truly appreciate Askeladd, like Askeladd, I don't think is stupid enough to put up a fight about Canute. So if I had to make my predictions, right? Okay. Yeah, let's hear your predictions. Obviously I know what's ha- gonna happen. We already saw Thorkell, right? Thorkell's not going to be cool with all these guys. Just all, now that he's they've gotten caught picking up the prince, be like, "Oh, here you go, Thorkell. We're cool. Can we join you?" Now Thorkell, Thorkell does love his buddy Thorfinn, and I think ultimately what I'm gonna. This is a rough sketch here. Let me paint it real quick. Thorkell does not care that these guys want to join him. He might kill some of them. Askeladd is not stupid enough to jump in front of all these men who uh, are going to try and take Canute, so he'll let that slide. Maybe at some point, Thorkell, he goes to kill Askeladd, right? Okay. But then Thorfinn says, no, 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 that, that, one's, mine. that one's mine. And then Thorkell goes, ho, 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 all right, Thorfinn. <laughs> Because Thor, there you are, Thorka buddy. loves that. He loves that shit, and that's kind of through some weave so of you, a web. You of think that. Some, so Thorkel's got to catch up with him, is what you're saying, right? Okay. I think at this point, there's no. It's literally from what it looks like at this point. 
It's Bjorn, Askeladd, Thorfinn, and Canute versus the other like 100 eh? men he has. No, you're wrong. The priest does not count. He does count. The priest is probably looking for booze in a cart and is running away right now or praying yeah. behind a tree or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, how insane is that? The word has spread. The word has definitely spread the fact that pretty much every other person yeah. is and on I, is not on Ask Glad. But that's that's the cool part about it though, is like we got that conversation under the bridge. They're not necessarily like, oh, we need to go against our leader, he's bad. It's just like he the gamble has been too much now. They're trying to survive and honestly yeah. Asklad made his own bed because they it's really actually genius uh writing. Because what have we been saying in the podcast the whole time is like Asklad's not telling these guys shit. Right. Like, he wants to be this character that's, like, bigger than life where he keeps, like, he wants them to think, oh, I just pulled ships out of my ass, not like, oh, I sent this letter and these guys owe me a favor so they came or um, anything with the whole Thoris thing. Bjorn is the only one he ever tells anything to, and it's like, not even Bjorn could explain all this to them. Yeah, and he never actually tells Bjorn the full thing either. Right. It's like he just gives him some of it. Because he is basically, like he said, gambling. And also, like I said, he's saying march for one more day and then he might turn around and just be like, all right, one more day. <laughs> just keeps doing it. He's like, all right, guys, I'm going to come up with this new invention. It's called jogging. So honestly, I can tell you this. I thought about this episode a lot today because I knew we were podcasting on it. And not until right now, sitting across from you, did I even start to think that Askeladd could die? But then I just thought, oh, dang, what if Chad asked me if Askeladd can die? But Do you I think Askeladd could die? Uh, I hadn't considered it, Chad, but no, I don't think so. Who do you think? In can't? reality, he could. I don't know why he couldn't, outside of the fact that Thorfinn's just got his uh, revenge boner for him. But who who couldn't die in both of these groups? Who couldn't die? Yeah, who do you think is like, okay, they're safe? Thorfinn, 100%. Priest? Um, priest, 5%. Okay. 3%, 2%, 1%. If the priest doesn't die, I'm pissed. Um, because what the hell does Thorkel want with the priest? Um, who else do we want? Askeladd, 60% he doesn't die. 70% he doesn't die. I really don't think he's going to. And then Bjorn, 110%, he's okay because he's awesome. Because he's Bjorn. And that might be... Thorkel. Thorkel, 0%. If Thorkel messes up here and somehow dies, <laughs> that'd be crazy. He just threw a spear 700 yards, killing yeah, because three people. I want this whole like Thorfinn-Thorkel uh, thing to happen the next seven seasons. Where they like fight each other a little bit, they get injured... And then we just constantly see Thorkel just be like, oh, my buddy Thorfinn. <laughs> but they never actually like hang out and have a good time. They just, yeah. Thorkel just slowly reveals a little bit more and more about what he knows about Thor's. And then they fight almost to the death until one of them like has to backtrack. That's, okay. that's my hope for that. I like that idea. So very excited for the episode. We'll talk with you next week for sure. Um, if you're listen, listening to this on the public feed, Go check out our Patreon for five bucks. You get three more Vinland episodes and you can hear exactly what we thought about it right now. Yeah. We'll talk with y'all later. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.